Hey, 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 what's up? I am actually on a walk right now. Um, <laughs> I took a walk near my new place uh, after I moved here to Boston. And so I'm taking a walk, right? And I ended up in a cemetery somehow. All I wanted to do was go near the Charles River, which is right next to me on the left here. And you might hear some birds and some natural sounds. So I thought this would be a good time to touch base, actually. Um, but yeah, right next to me on the one side is the river and on the other side is the cemetery. It's kind of like the dead and the alive all together, you know. And uh, I am <laughs> just hanging out with the dead today because uh, why not? Which, which is interesting. It's kind of like when we're alive, we're, we get so caught up in everything and don't really appreciate people... I feel like to some extent until they're dead and then you know then there's a cemetery and everything for them but what about when they were alive you know like I feel like gotta appreciate appreciate things whilst you still can and while you still have an opportunity anyway um but yeah I wanted to make this episode as I do my walk um also because I actually wanted to talk to you about um, leadership in STEM. So now that I've had a few different positions, I really have kind of, I don't know, thought about some things that I've noted as, that, you know, things that worked or didn't work um, uh, in, in a leader or in a team. And I wanted to share that with you on this episode. So in my most um, recent previous job, I was a program manager. So I actually got the chance to lead a a program and a project and and um, like a team of people so that was you know uh, I had had some other leadership type of roles before like having unofficial you know leadership uh, or like kind of like a technical leader or like an individual contributor and also be, been uh, someone's manager things like that in in other roles but I probably probably learned something new um, in this most recent role that I wanted to share with you, even though pretty much any any kind of leadership opportunity I ever got ha- has always been helpful to teach me something. Um, but this is the most recent one. So what I noted was, <clears throat> so when you're an individual contributor, um, that's, you know, like you really can be like a superstar uh individual contributor and you you know run your project and 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 you have a lot of freedom in how you want to do things ultimately like especially if you have a good manager or a good team lead really once someone is an individual contributor they would know best about their project and they would know best about how to run that research project what's really best for that project and once, especially once you have some experience, it's really about just doing what you think is best for the project, especially in a research kind of environment, which is the experience I have, right? Like I've been in STEM, uh, I've been in research for 12 years now. So I've been working in some kind of lab on some kind of research project. Um, so that's sort of the the idea that I'm talking about. In these types of things, and or really in a lot of science and technology type of work um 
you know, in different settings, I feel like there is a project. Uh, you got to do some research on it. You have to, you know, perform something. You have to do something. You have to do some kind of analysis. You have to do some literature, searching, some research, something, right? And then you perform technical work day to day as an individual contributor to make um, progress on that project to come up with results and then you have a feel for what's going on and you kind of know what to do next and what to do next and then you give updates about the work to your teammates or to the people who are the you know sort of the leadership position for that project but it's really you who is driving everything and and actually manually like it's you who is doing the work right um, and a lot of people really enjoy that. And once I became program manager, I kind of saw why, right? Because as a program manager, it's much more that you're giving direction, setting kind of guidance, but you're not actually doing a lot of the work. So you're making sure that the work gets done. But in a sense, if you have a team that is very good, that knows what they're doing, then that job of making sure that work is happening is really not that difficult. It should just get done. It should just be happening. Especially if people are super accountable then, right? So like, and the other thing is, I don't even think that I would want to be team lead for a project where the people weren't accountable. Like that would just drive me crazy. If I felt that these people will not get the job done, then I would just jump in and do it myself right so the whole point of having someone else do the job is because you think that they can that they can actually get it done so you don't really need to supervise so I was definitely much more of a hands-off kind of person in that sense where I didn't really believe in like oh let me just make sure that you're coming to work let me just make sure that you're actually working so that's not the type of thing that I would do and I and that's something that I think is really important if you are not that type of person who can first of all believe that the job can get done and you just have to kind of stay on top of understanding that the direction and everything um is good then you really shouldn't like something has to change either maybe you shouldn't be a team lead or you need to change the team if you can't trust the team to get the job done so i think as a program manager it's a much much more stepping back kind of position where you're not actually doing the job and you're not watching someone actively do the job. You just check in with them regularly, right? Like I did have regular uh, group meetings with my group and that was nice. Like I feel like you have to have the right amount of caring when you're a program manager. If you care too much, then the team will think that you're a micromanager and you're trying to like control their lives. Because you know, in any kind of leadership role, you do have some level of power uh, or authority or something. And it's never good to make people that can make people uncomfortable basically the thing that makes people depressed at their jobs is when they feel like they don't have control in their lives like someone over them is controlling them right so like if you can treat people well if you can treat people with trust and and believe that they can get the job done and if you don't believe that they can get the job done you have to think you have to change something you either do it yourself 
um, or you get a different team to do it. But if this is your team, then you have to trust that they will get the job done and they have their own ways of getting the job done. And yeah, sure, you might ask them about their methods. You may check in with them, but you really can't be breathing down their neck because that actually makes them unproductive. That makes them unhappy, depressed. They feel like they're being controlled, that you're this authority figure, figure that now they have to tolerate. Um, and they can't even, you know, speak their feelings because... Uh, you're controlling or, or something because you know that because they they they're afraid of consequences like if somebody has authority they the, and, and then the person um, uh, who is working in the team they can't really speak up too much because um, you might negatively affect their lives so that's why you really have to balance yourself out as somebody who is a kind and understanding leader who gets who also makes sure that everything is progressing well but um doesn't micromanage so you really have to strike this balance so i would say another thing is checking in regularly is very important so i had a group meeting let's see so i had like a very small group meeting weekly that was literally sometimes with only one other person um because one of the um sort of like regulars of the team like somebody who was like much more full-time on the project um so this person uh you know he has experience he you know this this person had had experience but he was not like the most senior or not with a lot of experience so they might need a bit more of a regular check-in so like something like weekly and then with the full team i had a bi-weekly uh check-in so like every two weeks we had a meeting right and at this meeting we give updates and we kind of just talk to each other and make sure we're all on the same page and that's pretty much like that's the level of like checking in that I would do unless needed right like if there is something if there's a need to tell the team something like hey this is actually we're gonna need to like tweak our direction a little bit by the way this other thing is coming up by the way we need to brief this to this person so like can we get this so like unless there is something specific going on that you need them to do then of course you should communicate right like so you have to communicate just the right amount as a program manager i feel like you can't communicate too much because if you're you know talking to them all the time they don't have time to do the work right <laughs> and then if you're asking them too many questions too frequently then it feels like you're trying to control them and that's not a good feeling and then that, that they're just going to be unproductive but then if you don't talk to them at all like if you don't give them the information they need then first of all they're not going to be motivated enough because they will sense that you don't care. So they're not motivated. And also they don't have all of the information they need to succeed. And that's like where, you know, you would think that managers get these things right always because that's literally the job. But I have seen that happen a lot where managers either just don't care and or they don't give the information that's needed to be provided to the team for them to succeed. So I would say communicate just the, just the right amount. You can't over communicate and you cannot under communicate. <sighs> okay, another thing that I learned as program manager is when things are stressful, say like there's some deadlines, say like there's some 
outcome you need some result you need and the team is a little bit under duress like there is a, a crunch there's a timeline or something you have to do the work to de-conflict and make sure that the team is not overly stressed and can get the job done or you have to redefine what the goals are what the desired outcomes are what the results are otherwise you're just you just have a stressful team who is not going to succeed because they know that there is no way to if you don't take the time to kind of reshape what the results should be or what the results can be in this kind of timeline then you're just going to have unproductivity because if you if the team is too stressed out they can't function so you have to remain calm and like you never like for example you can never get mad at the team you can never like these i think these are, these are pretty basic things but i will say them anyway like you like you know when someone's stressed and you want something from them like you want them to do something for you which is like you want some project done right like you want certain specific things done by yelling at that person you're not going to speed them up like you're just going to make them more nervous and more stressed out and they're going to feel bad and then their productivity their output is going to be way worse so you know be clear be clear in your communication even during stress and redefine goals when things seem like they are not going to get accomplished so you need to like kind of reevaluate like what things can get done and what things cannot and you have to remain calm like even if you feel disappointed in the situation even if you feel something you can't really show that to your team because that's just going to make them more unpro- un- more unproductive so less productive and basically like you have to be like this really happy really um understanding empathetic person who has really good soft skills like that's like the main important thing you know you have to give the team this feeling that everything is okay everything is fine because when people think they're succeeding they do better when people think oh god everything is horrible everything's gone to shit anyway they're not gonna they're not gonna do better like that's just not how it works and especially under stress people don't perform well so if you add to their stress then you're just making sure that the project does worse not better right so don't you have to maintain um some sense of of like that the projects are actually successful that they are actually successful they are doing well you have to give them that positive feedback in order for them to continue to be productive rather than unproductive even if things aren't perfect even if things are kind of like falling behind or something right you have to give people positive feedback and also like understand that they're doing the work and you're just working for them to help them get the whole thing done and you should jump in like honestly there were times when yeah like if there's a part of the project that you can do you can totally jump in and do it but then i will say take this with a caveat because you should again read the room and see like how that affects the team certain things if you do it the team might think that you're doing it because they can't and they might feel bad because they're like oh the boss is doing this because she didn't trust me to do it or like because you know so like i would say do some task that's like clearly something that everyone can do like maybe just order the pizza you know like just 
Like, do I know it sounds silly, right? But it is. When you're in leadership, you can't think of ego. You have to be the servant. You have to work for the team, right? Like, when the team is stressed out, you have to help them. When the team is hungry, you order pizza. Like, I'm just saying, like, and and you know, in my organization, I couldn't really easily do that. So I don't think I ordered pizza. I organized like other, you know, other social things. Like, but like, but yeah, like the more you can make the team happy. The more you kind of cater to what the team might need, the better off. Like, it's not about you. It's about the team and doing what's best for the team so they can do the work. So some of the work, like, this was kind of a little crazy to me. Sometimes I felt like I should, I had to ask the team what work I could do and make sure that that's, like, productive. Because if you jump in and just do whatever, it's not, you're not an individual contributor anymore. You have to think about the team as a whole. So you can't just jump in and do things that might actually adversely affect the team you have to make sure like whatever it is you're doing will add to the productivity of the team as a whole it's not individual anymore right it's a very different mindset than when you're an individual contributor so please keep that in mind and if you're not comfortable with that you should probably not be a team lead you should not be a program manager uh, so I definitely had to distinguish these types of roles in my head. Like, okay, I'm you know, putting on my PM hat now. Because I, I know what I am as an individual contributor. I can, I can be way more aggressive. Like, I can actually have my way way more, you know. But, like, when you're the PM, it's the team comes first. You have to think about your actions and how that has consequences for your team. And whatever it is you're doing whether that feels good to you or not you have to think about how it feels to the team okay so keep that in mind um but yeah you know help them out do what you can and and that's the thing right like you're you're thinking how do i help them out like that's where the soft skills that's where the empathy and the emotional intelligence comes into play like if you don't know how to help your team then you might just be so clueless as to what they need that you're just like you know without meaning to be you're a terrible leader because you just don't know how to help them and so in this case too you might want to like reevaluate like how they feel about things and how you're affecting results so but yeah like you might consider doing smaller tasks that then the team feels supported by rather than they feel like oh you're doing something because you're micromanaging and you're doing their job because you don't trust them because always remember trust is the number one thing you have to make sure that your team feels like you trust them to get the job done and after that it's really easy it's actually so easy that it's almost a little bit boring like everything went so well with my team and the project and we did so well like we had such good results and such great productivity that I almost like missed being an individual contributor because it's like okay when everything's going well and you are actually running a successful program there is not a lot to do for a PM because you've already like your job is to is to like I don't know your job is not even a job anymore you know like if there's not a lot of fires to put out like what do you even do i guess you make sure uh, to give guidance and you make sure the direction setting is good but like once the team is a bit more experienced too it's also also depends on the life cycle of the project and how long everybody has been on the project etc you know there's many things but basically if things are running well 
then you're just on autopilot man like there's not a lot going on you should be able to relax maybe take up other projects maybe do the same thing with other programs and you have multiple things now that you can run um or maybe you pick up a project where you can be an individual contributor instead and you do you know balance this out with that because it really can be boring as a pm um if you don't have other things going on and and honestly though boring is good right like boring is good <laughs> like if things are going well then you shouldn't have to do a lot because you're running the team the team is doing the work and you're doing the work to support them and if they're happy everyone's happy everything's going well then you really shouldn't meddle in their affairs unnecessarily because remember anything you do that's extra could hurt the team and its productivity so just get out of the way you know main thing main takeaway get out of the way like managers are pretty much irrelevant dude get out of the way okay hope that helped thank you so much